Welcome to Coffee and Conversations with Lakeisha. We're glad you've joined us today. Get ready for some kingdom conversation. Now here's your host, Lakeisha M. Johnson. today I will stay here God until you change me my God come like a rushing wind come like a rushing wind blow anything out of me that does not line up with your will my God come like never before come like a rushing wind my God my God my God my God my God, my God, thank you, 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 thank you. Just spend a few minutes giving him some praise. Thank you, Lord. Thank you. Thank you, thank you. I will stay here until you change me. I need you. Don't wanna go, my God. I will stay here until you change me. I need you, don't want to go, my God, I will stay here until you change me, I need you, don't want to go, my God, my God, I will stay here until you change me, I need you, don't want to, my God, Come like a rushing wind. 
come like never before. Come like a rushing wind, my God. Come like never before. Come like a rushing wind. Come like never before. My God, Lord God, we want to see something happen. We just thank you. We just bless you. We just usher in the presence of the Holy Spirit. My God, I need you to stay right here until you change me. I need to stay right here until you change me. My God, I thank you. My God, I thank you. I thank you. I thank you. I thank you. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Welcome to, yeah, come on, Kim. I felt that this morning. It's been in my spirit since last night. I will stay here until you change me. I'm going to stay in position. I'm going to act like Jacob. I'm not going to let you go until you bless me. I'm not going to let you go until a change manifests. I'm not going to let you go until I become absolutely everything you created me to be. I'm not satisfied. I'm not going to die here. I'm not going to be and in this same position, I'm not going to stay in this same state. I'm not going to allow life just to take me over. I'm done with it. That's over. So I need you to come in like a rushing wind, Lord. I need you to come in like never, ever before. I need you to come in like never before and take me over. Take my life over. Take this situation over. Um, take anything, any problems. I cast all my cares before you, Lord God, because you care for me. Let me take some authority right now. Father God, I plead the blood of Jesus over this devotional today. I plead the blood of Jesus over the airways. I plead the blood of Jesus over YouTube, Facebook, Instagram. Father God, over JoyNet, over Rejoice, over Twitter, Lord God. Father God, over my website, Father God, over the internet, I just stand in your authority and your word, and I cover and circle it in the blood of Jesus, and I thank you that no weapon formed against us shall prosper. Every demonic presence, every principality, every dark force must bow to the name of Jesus, my God, so I cancel every assignment of the enemy off my life, off your lives, off our finances, off our promotions, off our increase, and everything attached to us, and I declare by the name of Jesus. Today is the day that you will see a win, that you will see an experience of victory. Why? Because God is on our side. Now, Father God, we thank you for your word today. I thank you for your people today. I thank you for a fresh anointing today, one that destroys the yokes of sickness, of bondage, and of disease, Father God. I thank you for manifesting your glory. My God, my God, God, just give us your glory. Lord God, show us your glory, Lord God. We thank you for your glory, Lord God. We thank you for Jesus, my God, my God. We bless your name. We praise you, Lord God. We praise you for a word. We thank you for a revelant word. We thank you for a right now word, Father God. We thank you for coming in like a rushing wind, Lord God. We'll wait on you. We'll bathe in your presence, Lord God. We will not rush you. We thank you for the Holy Spirit. I thank Thank you for your people today. I thank you for grace today. I thank you for mercy today. I thank you for love today. I thank you. You are my strong tower. You are King of Kings. You are Lord of Lords. You are the great I am. I thank you, Father God. We just press into your presence today. We just lift your name on high, Lord God, today and just say thank you, Father God. You are our benefit and you are our benefactor, Father God. So we thank you, Father God, for our daily bread, Lord God. We thank you for your shield and your protection, yeah, and making a way out of 
no way, Lord God. We thank you. You are a God of justice, Lord God. I thank you, Father God, for going before anybody, Father God, that may be going to court today, Lord God. I thank you, Father God, that the judgment is in their favor, Lord God. And Father God, even where there's a mistake, Father God, because they have a repentant heart, Lord God, I thank you. You are turning the circumstance and the situation around. I don't care if it's traffic court, Lord God. I don't care what it is. I thank you, Father God, that you are the judge that sit and you sit according to your word that you have the heart of kings in your hand, Lord God. And I thank you, Father God. Lord God, and I want to deal this morning with the spirit of fear amongst your people, Lord God. Father God, you have not given us the spirit of fear, Lord God, but you have created us to operate in power and love and sound mind. So fear, we're telling you to go. We cast fear off. We cast that spirit of darkness off. We thank you, Lord God. We are clothed in our right mind. We sever the ties of fear. We come out of agreement with fear, Lord God. Fear cannot lay down dormant in us anymore. As a matter of fact, fear, we're serving you eviction notice today. You must go now in the name of Jesus. And we declare victory in everything we put our hands to. And I thank you, Lord God, that your people are coming up and becoming bold, bold in your word, bold in service, bold in ministry, bold in the call that's on their life, Lord God. I thank you for a fresh anointing, a fresh wind blowing. Lord God, give them the grace they need, Father God. Give them the resources they need, Lord God. Let them sup with you like never before. Let them put, put everything before you in prayer and supplication, Lord God. Let them not be anxious for absolutely nothing and anything, Lord God. You did not birth us in fear, my God. You knew exactly what you were doing when you created us, Father God. So we take and walk in that authority today, Lord God. Laying aside, no retribution, not thinking what may happen, Father God, if we sell out to you, Lord God. Today we're making a decision to to sell out to you, Lord Jesus. And we're not going to be fearful of what others may think, Father God, and what others may say. And we're not going to be fearful if our past comes up, Lord God. And we're not going to be fearful to walk in boldness and to walk in your glory and to walk in your grace and to share Christ with others, Lord God. We're done with that. That's over within our life. We're walking into the mature things of Christ today, Lord God. And we thank you for that. So I pray for the peace of your people today, Lord God, that fear will no longer take presence precedent in their life, it will not be rooted in your life. Now, Father God, I cover our finances in the blood of Jesus, Lord God. For those that have been weary, Father God, over their finances and worried over their finances, Lord God, and trying to figure out how they're going to make it and how they're going to pay this bill and what circumstance and what situation lays before them. I thank you, Father God. Today is the day that they learn to trust you, Father God. For you said we were greater than the birds in the air. My God, and I take authority over every principality and every force of darkness that has been trying to come against their finances, Lord God, that has been laying in wait to come against their finance, Father God. You said if you we were tithers that you would rebuke the devourer for our sake, Lord God. You said that if we put seed in the ground, Father God, that it will return to us, pressed down, shaken together, runneth over, Father God. So we thank you and we stand in your word today. You said for those of us that left the gospel for your sake, Lord God, that you would give us a hundred full return in this age, Lord God. So we expect a harvest, Lord God. We expect a harvest, Lord God. We expect to see you financially to provide, Lord God. We thank you. You are working out business deals, Lord God. We thank you. You are opening up doors to corporations for sponsorships, Lord God. You think, We thank you, Lord God. You are providing us with vehicles of transportation, of buses, Lord God, and vans, Father God, and big, bigger vehicles, not for ourselves, Lord God, but so that we may serve you. 
and so that you may get the glory out of every area of our life. We thank you, Father God, for your people. We thank you we are clothed in dignity. We thank you we are clothed in righteousness. We thank you we are clothed in your joy. We thank you we are clothed in your peace. We thank you we are baptized and filled with the Holy Spirit. We thank you, Lord God, that the spirit of anxiety is gone and it cannot dwell here anymore. My God, and we thank you for Jesus. 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 We thank you for Jesus, Lord God. We thank you that Jesus died on the cross for every last one of our sins, that he made the appropriation. And we don't have to sacrifice ourselves any longer. We, we're not, we, he tore the veil, Lord God. We can come to you directly. We thank you for cleansing and washing us right now in the blood, Lord God. Washing us, purifying us, and cleansing us right now in the blood, Lord God. We thank you for cleansing cleansing our bodies and cleansing our mind and cleansing our spirit and cleansing our soul, Lord God. We thank you for washing us, washing us, washing us, washing us, washing us, washing us. My God, in the blood of Jesus right now, Lord God, we stand repentant, Lord God. We stand before you with broken, contrite hearts, Lord God. We know we need you, Lord God. We know we need you, Lord God. We stand in need. We, Father God, we abandon every idol, every selfish way, everything that that we put aside before you, Lord God. If it's been Facebook, if it's been Instagram, if it's been YouTube, Lord God, if those things have taken precedent over you, Lord God, we repent from those things right now in Jesus' name, Lord God. If it's been our finances, if it's been our marriage, if it's been our children, Lord God, even if it's been our ministry, Lord God, if it's gotten in the way of the purity of our relationship with you, we thank you, Lord God. We repent right now in the name of Jesus, Lord God. If it's been television, Lord God, if it's been books, Lord God, whatever it is, Whatever it is that's been pulling us away from you, Lord God, dedicating ourselves to you and dedicating our time to you, Lord God, we repent right now in the name of Jesus let you be our only stronghold, Lord God, and everything that has taken hold of us, Lord God, we declare today that it is broken, that it is loose, that it is lacerated, and that it is set free. Why? Because you are the King of glory. Why? Because you are the Lord strong and mighty. Why? Because you are the Lord our banner. Why? You are the Lord that goes before us. You created us. You breathe the very breath into our body. I thank you, Lord God. You are destroying yokes right now as we we speak, Lord God. You are breaking chains. You are destroying strongholds, Lord God. And we will dance before you. We will dance. We will be dancing daughters and dancing sons. And we will worship you, Lord God. And we will obey you, Lord God. And we will bow down before you, Lord God. And we will not let the rocks cry out, Lord God. Because heaven and earth adores you. And we adore you as well, Lord God. We thank you for Jesus. We thank you for Jesus, Lord God. Now, Lord God, we thank you that your kingdom come. Your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Let our lives replicate heaven. Let our lives replicate you, Lord God. Let you get the glory out of our lives. Show us your glory. Manifest your glory, Lord God. Let us be walking glory, Lord God. Let us be illuminated, Lord God. Let our shadows even walk in your glory, Lord God. I thank you, Lord God. I thank you. You are the greater witness. Holy Spirit, I thank you. You are louder than any peer pressure, any low self-esteem, anything that could bathe, attack, or our clothes are come against our children, Lord God. I thank you that your presence is louder, that your voice is louder. My God, my God, my God. 
God, we thank you, Lord God. We thank you for being a sovereign God. We thank you for being a just God. We thank you for being a fair God. We thank you, Lord God, for being a loving and a merciful God. Father God, we need your mercy. We need your grace. We need your love, Father God. Thank you for giving us a sound mind today, Lord God. We thank you, Father God. Saturate us in your presence. My God, my God, my God, my God, my God, my God. We thank you. My God, healing just entered the room. We thank you, Lord God. We take our healing, Lord God. We take our healing, Lord God. Depression must go. All manners of sickness and disease must go, Lord God, as we present ourselves on the altar, Lord God, as living sacrifices, Lord God. All manner of sickness and disease must go right now. Father God, we thank you for the women, Father God, that have been dealing with issues in their uterus, Lord God. We thank you, Father God, right now for healthy uteruses right now in Jesus' name. Cancer cannot reside there. Endometriosis cannot reside there. Tumors cannot reside there. Fibroids cannot reside there, Lord God. I thank you, Father God, right now in the name of Jesus. If that's you, just put your hand on your uterus. I thank you right now in the name of Jesus that fibroids are shrinking, that they are reversing, that they're going to see miracle signs and wonders, Lord God, that they do not get to eat and feed in their uterus any longer. We thank you, Father God, for victory. We thank you for victory, Lord God. We thank you, Lord God, that there will be miracle signs and wonders even when they go to the doctors that the doctors will be amazed i thank you father god for taking authority over those uteruses right now in the name of jesus lord god i thank you father god and pray father god and declare right now freedom in their uterus healing in their uterus father god we thank you for your healing we thank you for your healing power we thank you jesus was bruised for our iniquities chastised for our peace and by his stripes we are already healed thank you thank you thank you Thank you for your glory. Thank you for your glory. Thank you for your glory. Thank you for Jesus. Thank you for healing. Thank you for miracles. Thank you for signs. Thank you for wonders. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. I receive that by faith, Lord God. I thank you, Lord God. I thank you, Lord God. I thank you, Lord God. And all manner of depression, my God, that's been trying to creep in, that's been losing, looming in our mind, looming in our homes, over our children, in our churches depression we serve you notice you cannot be here any longer you cannot reside any longer we cast you back to the pits of hell from which you came and we thank you lord that today that jesus is on the throne joy is coming my god and happiness is coming lord god i thank you for giving us a long life and satisfying us and preparing a table for us in the presence of our enemy lord god we thank you that no weapon formed against us shall prosper we thank you father god that there is no retribution for our prayers lord God. We thank you. There is no retribution for your glory. We thank you, Lord God, and declare today we are untouchable. Why? Because the blood is in us and around us and the blood forms a shield, Lord God. We thank you, Father God, and we put on the helmet of salvation. We thank you, Father God, and we put on the garment of praise. My God, God, and we worship you. We worship you. We bask in your presence. We bask in your glory. We lift up your name, Jesus. 
My God, we lift up your name. We lift up your name. We lift up your name. You are our fortress, Lord God. You are our fortress, Lord God. We lift up your name, Father God. We lift up your name, Father God. We lift up your name, Father God. Lord, we thank you and take authority over every prison, Father God, every Arkansas prison, Lord God, every federal prison, Lord God. And we thank you that Jesus is on the scene. We cover those prisons right now in the blood of Jesus. We thank you there are programs going into those prisons. We thank you that there are resources in those prisons, Lord God, and that they will no longer treat prisoners just like animals. We thank you true reformation is coming forth in those prisons, and it is coming forth as Jesus. It is coming forth as Jesus. Thank you, Lord God. Thank you, Lord God. Thank you, Lord God. I pray for Romania this morning, my God, Lord God. I thank you that Jesus is in Romania, Lord God. I thank you for those that hunger and thirst after you, Lord God. I thank you, Father God, right now in the name of Jesus, that you are spreading throughout Romania like wildfire. I thank you for the missionaries. I thank you, Father God, that you are satisfying them, that you are filling their cup. We pray for India this morning, Lord God. We thank you, Father God, for our brothers and sisters in India, and we cover them in the blood of Jesus, and we thank you there will be no retribution for them loving and serving in, in Jesus, Lord God, and we thank you for the missionaries and the resources that are placed and in, in, in India, Lord God, and we pray for Belgium this morning, Father God, and we cover Belgium in the blood of Jesus, and we thank you for our Christians that are there and our missionaries that are there, and we thank you that Jesus is spreading like wildfire, Lord God, in South Korea and North Korea, Lord God, that your missionaries have every resource that they need, that they're rising up, Father God, out of their comfortable places, Lord God, and going out into the mission field, Father God. We thank you for every ministry, every area that you call this ministry to, Lord God, that you are opening up the doors of opportunity for Father God, for us to be able to witness, Father God, for your glory. We thank you, Lord God. We thank you. You are on the throne. We thank you for your very presence. We thank you for every resource that's needed, Lord God. We thank you for domestic missions here wayside, late stateside, Lord God. And Father God, I want to cover businesses, Father God, because the enemy will make you think you are not for business and you created every entrepreneur and you caused every business to come forth, Lord God. And so we thank you for kingdom businesses, Lord God, right now in Jesus' name. And even if they didn't start out for kingdom, Lord God, we thank you they're connecting to kingdom. We thank you they have every resource they need, Lord God. We thank you that the church becomes the spiritual production center for businesses, Lord God. We thank you. You are a sovereign God. You are a mighty God. You are a just God. You are a faithful God. Lord God, I thank you for the building for LMJ Ministries. Lord God, I thank you for the transportation for the ministry, Lord God, so that we can go and serve your people accordingly, Lord God. We thank you for opening doors. No man can shut, Father God. I thank you for all our covenant partners this morning. We cover them in the blood of Jesus. We thank you for their partnership, Lord God. We thank you. You are multiplying and increasing their harvest right now as we speak. We thank you for givers in the body, Father God. I pray, Father God, right now in Jesus' name for Body of Christ Worship Center as they made their transition into their new church, Father God. I thank you, Lord God, that you are filling it up, not for Rod's glory, not for Alfred's glory, but for your glory, Lord God. I thank you they have every resource, every partner they need, Lord God. I thank you that the doors and the doors are so filled and the glory is being gotten out of that church. I pray over Canaan Christian Center this morning, Lord God. I thank you for my pastors and my apostles, Lord God. I thank you, Lord God, you are doing a greater work in Canaan and in Pine Bluff, Father God. And I pray for um, 
full council ministries in Pine Bluff. And I pray for the churches and New Life Christian Center, Lord God. I thank you, Lord God, that authority is coming. And I pray for Mayor Washington and Mayor Frank Scott, Lord God, and our Governor Asa Hutchison, Lord God, and our President, President Trump. And I thank you they will not be given over a reprobate mind, Lord God, but they will do all that you called us to do. And last but not least, I pray for our educators this morning, Lord God, our teachers and our administrators, Lord God. We thank you that Jesus is present. We thank you that everybody is rising. We pray for the arts and every mountain, Lord God, that Christians are in position, that everyone is in place. My God, I feel my help come. My God, Holy Spirit, we thank you. 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 Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for every open door. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for every open door. We thank you, Lord God. We thank you for providing. We lay it all at the altar today. We leave it all before you today, Lord God. We leave it all before you today. We thank you, Father God. We thank you for keeping us from danger seen and undeceived. We thank you, Father God, for you are the ultimate Rob Grave. And we thank you, Lord God. We thank you, Lord God. We thank you, Lord. We thank you, Lord. We thank you for Jesus. My God, every teacher, every administrator, we thank you, Lord God. We lift them up before you. We know that their job is not easy. We thank you, Father God, that you go before them, Father God. We thank you for your glory, your grace, and your mercy. We thank you for missions this side in the states, Lord God. We thank you that every shelter has everything that they need, Lord God. We thank you that every shelter has everything that they need, Lord God. We thank you for Jesus. We thank you for Jesus. We thank you for Jesus. In Jesus' mighty name, Lord God, we thank you. We thank you. Praise saints. Praise saints, my God. We thank you. Praise saints, my God. We thank you. 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 If you didn't know your prayers were unlocking things, come on now. You got to be praying with expectancy, faith, and favor, and declaring, and believing, and standing steadfast, and knowing that God is true in all things. We are to be in covenant with each other. We are to be loving each other. We are to be praying with the Fervent prayers are what God hears and what God answers. We just need to take time to always press into his presence and let him have his way. Let him have his way. If we let him have his way, change will come and peace will come and joy will come and love will come and all of the things that we need will come if we just give him time and we just press into his presence and we just stay seated before him and we don't rush a thing. Well, welcome to Coffee and Conversations. I'm Lakeisha M. Johnson, um, also known as LMJ. The song you heard was William McDowell, Come Like a Rushing Wind. Well, welcome to Coffee and Conversations. We have to allow the Holy Spirit to lead our lives, lead our prayer time, lead our devotional time. If we'll sanctify it and make it holy, God will do the rest. If we'll sanctify it and make it holy, God will do the rest. He'll just come right. If you give him permission, if you decide that after today, you know what? I'm not going to live life my any kind of way anymore because a lot of the things that I thought uh, were not really required of God as a matter of fact God looks a whole lot differently in my life than I thought when I was just going to church and I thought I was the Christian 
uh, that God called me to be. And I realized there was a depth and something deeper he was digging in or trying to pull outside of me. I love y'all so much. Um, Let me give you some word for today. Remember, we are in and we've been talking about fasting and God is leading us into a season of fasting. And we will begin um, mm, a corporate fast soon. God has been giving me the instructions. You do not have to participate in the fast. You do not have to feel bad if you don't want to participate in the fast. But some of us a while back had decided that we wanted to fast together. We wanted to consecrate ourselves together. We wanted to hold each other accountable. Um, we are not fasting for the world to see. It's going to be in our very private group. Um, God will give us wisdom. He'll give us instructions. He'll give us prayers. Um, but what we are going to do is destroy the jokes. <laughs> what we are going to do is demolish these strongholds, these things that have been in our heart, these things that have been in our mind. And God will give us specific instructions about that fast tomorrow. What we are going to do is deal with these things that are in our lives that do not align with the word of God. And what we are going to also do is not assume we're in a place that God may be. That may, We may not even be in that space. We may not be in that place. We're not going to even assume that we're good. We're not going to assume. We're going to allow God to circumcise our heart and clean our heart up. I am learning through studying about words and studying about God's presence that uh, God requires us uh, to come to him like children every time. And so we um, have been studying Isaiah 58 about a proper kind of fast. And I shared with you yesterday about um, your heart and I talked about God dealing with your hearts. And so today I titled today's message, I Won't Die Here. And we'll see where the Lord leads this. I've been preaching since yesterday afternoon. I couldn't even answer my phone. Um, I couldn't even move. I've been in a word since yesterday afternoon, but I told you I needed to talk to you about wicked imaginations. And I want to share with you about wicked imaginations, because if you don't understand what a wicked imagination is, you'll get caught up in something you ain't got any business being caught up in. And you'll think your imagination or what you've been, um, Chewing on in your imagination is normal, right? When we, we have kids in school, we'll say things to them like, oh, you need to use your imagination. Well, we have to be careful about using our imagination because Chala, don't make me go there. Don't make me go there. Don't make me go there. Um, um, let me give you this first and then I'm going to close this thing out. Don't make me go there, but I'm telling you, I won't die here. I won't die here. I'm not, I'm not dying here. I'm not dying. I'm not dying at the state that I am not. I'm going to live fully in Christ Jesus. And I know that's why God is taking us into a fast. And I'm going to share that with you and show it. But let me talk to you about your wicked imagination. I talked to you yesterday about your heart. I told you, if you get a chance, go over to YouTube and watch my video on matters of the heart. Um, Psalms 22 and 26 says, the meek shall eat and be satisfied. They shall praise the Lord that seek him your heart shall live forever proverbs 4 and 23 reminds us keep the heart with all diligence for out of it flows the issues of life so we talked about the heart. We had a greater understanding of the heart. Um, we know that our heart deals with a lot of our spiritual matters, right? And so I need to talk to you today about your imagination and what your imagination is. And when God was dealing with wicked imaginations, why was he talking about wicked imagination? I ain't dying here, Jenny. I ain't dying here. I'm not dying here. I'm not dying here. Y'all better stop that. Y'all gonna set me off. I'm not dying here. I've been preaching that to myself since yesterday. 
today. I'm not dying here. I'm not stuck here. I'm not dying at this place because God puts so much life in me. I'm not dying in my finances. I'm not dying in my purpose. But let me let y'all talk to you about wicked imaginations because it has a lot to do with where you've died. It has a lot to do with you where you surrender to the enemy. It says, so what is an imagination? The act of devising wicked imagination is methods of practicing and promoting wickedness. You will not even realize that you are practicing and promoting wickedness. And so this is what the imagination does, right? Um, we're casting down wicked imaginations, anything that exalts itself against God. Imagination is the act or power to form mental images of what is not present or has never been experienced. It is the act to form mental images of what is not present or has never been experienced. The imagination focuses on things that are not real. The imagine, imagination focuses on things that are not real. And in our mind, the imagination makes them real for a period of time. It makes them real for a period of time. So here's what happens with the imagination. Your imagination will begin to foster lies and uh, bring you into something that is not a reality. The imagination will begin to foster lies and bring you into some things. Yeah, come on, Jenny, illusions. It will bring you into things that are not a reality. Um, I've seen people... Um, uh, so and, and so you're saying, are you telling me I can't be a dreamer? I'm not talking about your dreams. I'm not talking about your desires. I'm talking about your imaginations. Your imagination will begin to have you create truth. That's not really truth. Imagination will have you thinking people are talking about you that are not talking about you. The imagination will have you think you're going to be barren all your life. The imagination will have you in a position and a place to make you think that you can never come out of the situation. The imagination will make you think you will always be trifling. The imagination will have you thinking that you're always going to be single. The imagination is very unrealistic. It only gives you a view of what it wants to see. And it is often tainted by wicked things in your heart and things that you've been meditating on. Um, so if we're devising wicked imaginations, um, if we're in a position, the imagination is almost always in ne negative in context. The imagination is almost always almost negative in context. It will have you think the people next door are whispering and talking about you. It'll have you think your present reality is your only thing. It is always almost negative in context. It will take off in your mind and have you believe in something that's not even a truth about yourself. It will set you with limitations and boundaries. It will have you premeditating. It will have you premeditating and creating acts against God that you don't even have any business creating against God. It'll have you thinking spiritual things are wrong when spiritual things are right. It'll have you and convince you that the things that you've seen in this world that are supposed to be successful are successful when they are a bold, flat out lie. Your wicked imagination will have you practicing and promoting wickedness and you won't even realize you're doing it. And the word is already told us, take 
take take control of our thoughts. Well, if we're going to take control of our thoughts, we've got to understand. So when we tell kids, you need to use your imagination, we have to be very careful of teaching them how to use their imagination because the imagination is always, usually, always wicked. Your imagination will have you driving thinking you're going to get into a car accident. Imagination will have, see, your imagination will confuse you and th- make you think that the dreams and the different things that are occurring are from God and they're not necessarily from God. And so if we have the act of devising a wicked imagination, it's to contrive methods of practicing and promoting wickedness. Like if a crime committed after having wicked imagination, it means that there was forethought into it, that we planned it, we imagined what the outcome, it means we've been created premeditation, premeditated, premeditated sins, Come on now, because your imagination will make you think you can't come out of sin. I'm about to throw something at somebody. Your imagination will make you think you can't come out of sin. Your imagination will make you think that you cannot live holy. Your imagination will tell you that this world's way of thoughts and this world's way of thinking is the right way. The imagination will have you think that dishonest scales, it'll get you so outside the wisdom in Proverbs, it'll make you think you can't live celibate. Come on, y'all. It'll make you think that you can't live beyond and above the standard of what Christ came to do. That's what a wicked, wicked imagine. And so then it'll have, come on, Holy Spirit, it'll have you creating premeditated sin. It'll already have you judging somebody. It'll already have you make a decision. You know what? I can't go no further because my imagination has had me buy into a lie that ain't even my truth. My, the imagination will have you creating hate crimes. Come on now. It'll have you creating hate crimes. It'll have you doing things because your imagination will have you thinking that everybody is against you when everybody ain't against you. Your imagination will have you thinking when the word has told us, think on things that are pure, of lovely, of good, of report. Come on now. And noteworthy. That is what you are. The imagination is pre meditated. It will have you having premeditated thoughts about your future. It will say to you, you can't lose weight. So just get used to living this way. That's what your imagination will do. It'll have you putting forethought and planning into your life and it will not allow you to be guided by the Holy Spirit. Why? Because your imagination has already spoke to you and told you this was the truth. Genesis 6 and 5 and it says, and God saw the wickedness of man was great in the earth and that every imagination of the thoughts of his hurt heart only evil was in it continually god was looking at the earth before the flood and he saw everybody had their hearts and imaginations set on evil set on things of this world set on temporal things set on themselves set on selfishness come on now It was a process that probably happened over time, but think about it. Am I evaluating my thoughts daily? Am I evaluating my thoughts daily? Am I taking note? God is taking note of everything you are thinking and everything that you are thinking. If you are letting your imagination, come on, be real. You know, you don't sit and let your imagination create a whole scenario for you instead of pausing your thoughts and asking God, uh, some, somebody calls you or you get a letter or you get a bill or you get a phone call and something happens and then your imagination is already gone down the mind wow, of how this thing is going to turn out instead of thinking the things that God would have you think, right? And 
so that's why the flood occurred because he was like their hearts he was he could see in their hearts and mind he knew what was gonna happen next your imagination will get the best of you <laughs> come on now it will tell you that kim it will tell you you can't be a righteous christian it told me that lie it told me i couldn't overcome sin it told me that oh you just you just need to repent that i could not live holy it was lying to me for years until the holy spirit came in and said your imagination has been telling you this is what a christian looks like come on now and it was based on premeditated thoughts and anytime you premed like premeditated murder anytime you premeditate or devise up a story come on arnetta that's it it's a story without the facts it's a story without the facts it's telling you what your life with christ should look like without the facts Right? That's why we got to be careful with religion and churches that are not based on the word of God. It will make up a story. Somebody was asking me yesterday and they was like, that ain't in the word. I said, I'm getting ready to send you the scripture to back it up. I can back it up in the word. That's why Jesus was so serious with the Pharisees. Matthew 15, 7 and 11 says, hypocrites. That's what he said to them. Hypocrites. He called them hypocrites. He said, you drawing all this with your mouth. You honoring me all this with your mouth. But you vain, you shallow. You got shallow worship. You got shallow teaching. You got shallow darkness. That's why when I read Isaiah 58 today, you're going to make a decision today. I'm not dying here. I'm not dying at the place of my imagination. I'm not dying at the place of my heart. I'm not dying here. I'm making a decision today that when I walk into this fast, when I walk into the word, I'm making a decision today that I'm not dying here, that my wicked imagination has taken me far enough. Wicked imaginations are keeping you out of healthy relationships. Wicked imaginations are keeping you from producing. Wicked imaginations are keeping you from manifesting. Wicked imaginations are keeping you from walking into the fullness of everything God called to you, a heart that divides wicked schemes, your wicked imagination. Yesterday, we talked about the issues of our heart. Today, we're talking about our imagination, which is in our mind. So it's time for us to capture those thoughts, those strongholds, those things that have been repeating, those repetitive behaviors, those things that were more religious and more culture and had nothing to do with God. Had absolutely nothing to do with God. It had nothing to do to do with God. The Pharisees were in church every day, but still lost people. They could not see what, what Jesus was trying to tell them. They were not thinking on things true, honest, pure, lovely, and good report. They were devising a mindset, and then they were creating pre and, and, and operating in premeditated issues. I want to give you two scriptures. Yeah, come on now. Keeping my mind on things above. What does that look like? It's pure. It's lovely. It's a good report. Well, I can't meditate on the word daily. You can meditate on the word daily. God created us to be in communion with him 24 hours a day, seven days a week. There is not any time your mind shouldn't be on the things of God. There's not any time that your mind shouldn't be on purpose, right? But if something comes in your life that makes you think less or you don't understand and the revelation of who you are spiritually. Remember when we studied Romans, it taught us to live by the spirit because if we were not living by the spirit, then the thing that we were living by was death. 
right? That anything that was not left and living spiritually, it was dead. So anything that you have not submitted to the spirit, God, I'm, I'm about to throw some at y'all. Anything that you have not submitted, sum, submitted to the spirit is dead. If you have not submitted, come on, Holy Spirit, your finances to the spirit, it is dead. If you have not submitted your relationships to the spirit, it is dead. If you have not submitted your children to the spirit, it is dead. If you have not submitted your businesses to the spirit, it is dead. If you are not letting the Holy Spirit do the greater work and being involved, come on now. It is dead. That is a dead thing. And you got to make a decision today. I'm not dying here. And this fast that the Lord is calling us to is going to reveal to you your dead places. I know that's what the Lord, I know I'm going to prove it to you. The fast, and, and some of y'all been like, well, I fasted before and it didn't work. It's because you wasn't fasting properly. It's because you didn't understand what the fast really was. You didn't understand the cause. You didn't understand the purpose. You didn't understand your holiness. You didn't understand what was necessary for you, right? You didn't understand what the word said about you. You're going to have to eat so much word until it pops, until it breaks off you. It's, it's going to be a process. It's not going to be easy. It's not going to come. Some of it will come quickly, but some of it will be having to be peeled off in layers because it was put on you in so many layers. You've been holding on to some stuff for so long. God going to have to chisel at your heart to get that those things out of you. So it's just time. It's time for you to make a decision. I'm not dying here. I'm not going to live. I'm not dying and living in this present state any longer. I'm done. I'm over. I'm not dying. Let me read Isaiah 58. Let me show you the life in this scripture. This was the thing that got me excited last night that I just kept saying, I'm not dying here. My finances aren't dying here. I'm not limiting myself. When, when I say I'm not dying here, I'm saying I'm not limiting God to this space. I'm not limiting myself to this space. I'm not getting stuck in this space. I'm not staying right here. I'm not dying here. This isn't, when they write my obituary, this isn't going to be the it. God is going to get complete glory out of my life. And if I got to fast the thing out, if I got to submit myself more, if I got to turn my TV off, if I got to come off social media, if I got to pull away from my friends, whatever I got to do, I'm not dying here. I'm not stopping at this point. I'm not laying down right here. I'm not going to be satisfied that this is enough because if I'm in my word the way that I'm supposed to, if I'm fasting the way that I'm supposed to. If I'm centered on him the way that I'm supposed to, everything around me shall flourish. Healthy things grow. So I made a decision last night. I'm not dying here. I'm not stopping here. This isn't all of it. This isn't all God has promised me. I'm not tucking my little self in, getting satisfied with where I am. I'm not dying here. Let me show you this in the fast and then we're going to get off here. We got to go back to Isaiah 58. Remember the first part of it, he tells them this is not a proper fast because if it was a proper fast, then guess what? You wouldn't keep oppressing your workers. You wouldn't keep fighting. You wouldn't keep quarreling. You would humble yourselves. You wouldn't be going through the motions of penance. You wouldn't have shallow worship. You wouldn't have shallow praise. You wouldn't have birth. You, would, you wouldn't be pretending. This is not the kind of fasting I want. This is not a, can I tell you something? Your very life should be a fast to him. Your very life should be a fast to him. You should be fasting your life to him. You should be on the altar daily. You should be pulling away from stuff daily. You should be taking things off. You should be put. I'm not dying here. I'm not going to continue to. Come on now, Shannon. I'm not going to continue to live in a place that's not fully representing kingdom. Why? Because he said, let that will be done on earth as it is in heaven. So let me show you what a fast should be producing. That's how I know God has more and bigger for us and that there's something that's going to come after we fa after this fast it says 
This is what I love. He said, for, uh, he said, no, this is the kind of fasting I want. I free those who are wrongly imprisoned. Come on now. Light, lighten the burden of those who work for you. If you're working for God, if you're wrongly imprisoned and you're fasting and you're dedicated, come on now. But some of us have died. We won't press in. There's a sound you need to release out of you. There's a sound you need to release out of you. You can't praise God like you've been praising God. You can't worship God like you've been worshiping God. There's a fervency that needs to come out of you. There's a desperation that needs to that needs to manifest out of you. You got to make a decision. I'm not dying here. This is not it for me. I'm not satisfied. This is not enough. This is not all God called me to. I'm not limiting myself to my degree. I'm not limiting myself to my job. I'm not dying here. I have not fully produced. I am not in heaven yet. And if I'm not in heaven yet, then I can't afford to die here. He says, it's going to let the oppressed go. You're not going to oppress nobody and nobody's going to oppress you. This is what happens when there's a godly fast in place. He says, and it's going to remove the chains that bind people. Your life, come on now. It's going to remove the chains that bind people. You're going to be able to share your food with hungry. When you are in position, ain't nobody going to have to tell you to come, come feed the streets. You're going to feed the streets daily. You're going to desire to have your cabinet so full so that people around you can get taken care of. It says, share your food with the hungry and give shelter to the homeless. You're going to do whatever it takes because this is what the word said. Come on now. This is what the word said. You're going to give clothes to those who are in need. Some of y'all got way too much stuff in your closet. Clean your closets out. See, when your heart, come on now, a fast will position your heart. See, your wicked imagination will have you being stingy. Your wicked imagination will have you being selfish. Your wicked imagination will tell you tithing and sowing is unnecessary. That's your wicked imagination. Your wicked imagination is anti-kingdom. Your wicked imagination will tell you not to serve people. Your wicked imagination will tell you not to sow. Your wicked imagination is anti-kingdom. It will lie to you and tell you the word is not true. That's what your wicked imagination will do. You will share food. You will give clothes to those in need and do not hide from them. Relatives who need your help. Should none of us stand in need of nothing if somebody else got something? Come on now. Then your salvation will come like the dawn and your wounds will quickly heal. Your salvation will come like the dawn. And if you are sick, come on now. I'm not dying to this sickness. Your wounds are going to quickly heal. Your godliness will lead you forward and the glory of the Lord will protect you from behind. Your godliness is going to open every absolute door that needs to be open for you. Why? Because you're making a decision today. I'm not dying here. I'm not dying here. I'm not stuck here. I'm not stopping here. I'm not, I'm not maximizing myself. I'm done. I'm not dying here. It says, and then when you call, the Lord will answer. Yes, I'm here. And he will quickly reply. He will quickly reply. When your heart is positioned before God, every time you pray, he's going to quickly reply. Every time you're going to pray, you're going to quickly reply. You're not, and you're going to humble yourself and you're not going to be talk about yourself and you're not going to be self-serving. You're not, you're not. I need to give you two scriptures and then I'm out of here. Y'all pushing me out of this. It says you're going to remove the heavy yoke of oppression. Stop pointing your finger and spreading vicious rumors. Come on now. I'm not dying here. I'm not going to keep being a gospel. I'm not dying here. Come on, talk to yourself. I'm not dying here. You know what you've been partaking of. I'm not dying here. I'm not going to point my finger. I'm not going to spread rumors. I'm not. It says you're going to feed the hungry. You're going to help those in trouble, right? It says you're going to even be there for your relatives who need your help. You're not going to say, well, they didn't do the things that I did. They should have worked themselves out of it. It says you're going to be helped. And the reason that you're going to help is because you're going to understand the Lord's will for your life. Because I'm not dying here. 
I'm not dying here. This is deeper than two, three. This is deeper than two, three scriptures a day. This is deeper than two, two, three scriptures a day. This deeper than this. This gonna take a press. This this gonna take a press. This gonna take a press. This gonna take a press. There's a sound in your belly you need to release. There is a well inside you. You need to call on the name of the Lord. It says, I'm going to feed the hungry. Then your light will shine out from the darkness and the darkness around you will be as bright as a noonday. The Lord will guide you continually, giving you water when you are dry. My God, and restoring your strength. You will be like, a, if I knew fasting, if I knew my life of fast, if I knew my life on the altar before the God will produce this result. Come on now. This is a fast that's destroying the yokes. This is the fast that's going to deal with your heart. This is the fast. The decision that you make that I'm not dying here. I'm going to fast. I'm going to press into his presence. It's going to change everything. It's that you'll be like a well-watered garden. You're going to be a producer. You'll be like an ever-flowing spring. Some of you will rebuild. Some of y'all going to walk into greater purpose. You're going to rebuild the deserted ruins of your cities. Then you will be known as a rebuilder of walls and a restorer of homes. Come on, my real estate folks. Come on, my people that have felt the call in their life to go rebuild cities. Come on now. Come on in your mountain. You're going to make impact and Lewis, you got to get this. And then it says you're going to keep the Sabbath day and holy. Ain't nobody going to have to tell you to serve God. Ain't nobody going to have to tell you to worship God. Ain't nobody going to have to tell you to press in his presence because you're going to understand I'm not dying here. I'm not dying. I'm what I'm doing right now. I'm not satisfied. I'm not God. I'm not dying here. I'm not. I'm done. I'm done being satisfied with just enough. I'm done with being satisfied with the little. And the only way that I'm going to get this and the only way that I'm going to be able to consecrate myself and walk into this is that I submit myself to God like never before. I press into his presence like never before. I just keep hearing that in my spirit. There is a sound in your belly that you need to release. You've been too conservative with God. You've been too conservative with God. You've been way too conservative with God. You've been too conservative in your praise. You've been you you don't realize that you're dying and you're destitute and you're Jesus is the only life support. Jesus is your only system. Jesus is your only life support. You've limited your capacity to your current situation. And God is saying simply make a decision and it's a choice. It's a choice. Make a decision today. Make a decision today. I'm not dying here. I'm not stopping. I'm not plateauing. I'm not giving out. This isn't enough for me. I need to have everything that God promised me so that God can get glory out of every area of my life. I'm not dying here. I'm not dying here today. I'm not stopping here. I'm not going to get content. I'm not going to keep letting my mind play tricks on me. I'm not doing it anymore. I'm not going to keep letting my heart devise and be evil. I'm not doing it anymore. I'm not going to continue being a gossip. I'm not going to continue to do things that I know that God doesn't, isn't pleased with. I'm not going to lie on my taxes. I'm not going to lie. I'm not going to thieve. I'm not going to steal. I'm not going to keep holding the tithe. I'm not going to keep holding the seed. I'm not going to keep operating anything less than kingdom. I'm not going to be argumentative. My husband is going to be satisfied with my breast. I will not stop. I'm not dying here. I'm not dying here. I'm not satisfied until I fulfill my purpose and I hear God say, well done. Get these two scriptures. I want you to meditate on them. Ephesians 4, 22 and 24. It says you were taught with regard to your former way of life to put off your old self, which is being corrupted by its deceitful dyers, desires to be made new in the attitude of your minds and to put on the new self created to be like God in true righteousness and holiness. Right. You were taught with regard to your former ways of life to put off your old self, which is being corrupted by its deceitful desires to be made new in the attitude of your minds and to put on the new self created to be like God and true righteous and holiness. 
You were created to be in true righteousness and holiness. And then Colossians 3, 9 and 11. Do not lie to each other since you have taken off your old self with its practices and have put on the new self, which is being renewed in the knowledge of the image of the creator. Here there is no Gentile or Jew, circumcised or uncircumcised, barbarian, Scythian, slave or free, but Christ is all and in us all. You got to make a decision today. I'm not dying here. I'm not, I'm not, I'm going to fast, I'm going to pray, I'm going to study, I'm going to press in, I'm going to remove some stuff from my life that does not line up with your word because I'm not dying here, Lord God. I'm not satisfied with just a little bit. I need to walk fully into purpose. I need to walk into all you called me to be. I'm not dying. I'm not dying to this sickness. I don't care if they told me I had cancer. I'm not dying here. You need to tell your neighbor. You need to make a confession day. You need to put it on your wall. You need to get it on your face. You need to figure it out. Write that on your status. I'm not dying here. I'm pressing into the presence of Christ Jesus because he already died for absolutely everything. Why would we be dying for what Jesus already did? Why would we be dying for Jesus? What Jesus already did, right? We're not having no more idols. We're not doing that no more. I'm not dying here. There is a sound, but I heard that in my spirit. There's a sound that God has been trying to put out of you. Some of y'all need a little well out. You need to call on the name of the Lord. You need to act you desperate. You need to get desperate for Jesus. That is the only thing that changed and has changed my life. That's the only thing that sustains me in my rough time. That's the only thing that keeps me focused and positioned is my relationship with Jesus. Nothing else. People are always like, how do you do it? Jesus, Jesus, because I don't have the capacity to do this. Jesus with the help of the Holy Spirit is what changed my life. Jesus with the help of the Holy Spirit is why I can get up and teach y'all. Jesus with the help of the Holy Spirit is why I can write books. Jesus with the help of the Holy Spirit is how I can be the mother that I'm called to be. Jesus with the help of the Holy Spirit. Come on now. It's the only way I can walk into the fullness of my purpose and the fullness of my gifts. I cannot do it on my own. It's Jesus. It's Jesus because everything that was already, uh, that God already spoke in me was already inside me. I just got to make a decision that I'm not dying and I'm not going to become stagnant and I'm not going to allow my mind to tell me that's it and become desperate for the things of God. But there is a well, a sound you need to release. I love y'all. I got to go on way over time. Oh my Jesus. I love y'all so much. My God, I love you. I love you. Meditate on those scriptures. Declare it all day. I'm not dying here. Ephesians 4, 22 and 24. I'm not dying here. I'm not dying here. I'm not dying here. Ask the Lord to show you yourself. Ask the Lord to open up your heart. Ask him to show you where you've been operating in wicked imaginations and witchcraft and things that do not line with his word and make a decision today. I'm not dying here. Come out of your comfortable spaces and pursue God like never before. Pursue. It's necessary. It's necessary or you're going to die. <laughs> You're going to die. You're going to have a spiritual death. You're not going to walk into the fullness of what God called you to be. You're important to the body of Christ. You're important to your homes. You're important. You're important. You're important. You're important. God has something greater and bigger than you ever imagined. I don't even care if you're a stay-at-home mom. If God called you to be that, it's bigger and better than you imagined. It's exceedingly abundantly above all we can ask, think of, and more. I'm not dying here. My God, I'm not dying. I'm not giving over to wicked imaginations. I love y'all. I love y'all so much. <laughs> I love y'all. I love y'all more than you have. Release that sound today. I release that sound today. If this is your first time logging on, I promise you this is so real. Get connected to the website, LakeishaMJohnson.com. Don't forget, um, we are the 28th 
Next Saturday, we got a workshop two hours for my entrepreneurs. Don't miss this workshop. Don't think you don't need it. God always does something in my workshops. He always does something in my workshops that just produces something in my entrepreneurs. We're going to talk about branding. We're going to talk about kingdom business. Uh, we're going to talk about networking. We're going to talk about all things Jesus and how to build businesses for God. And so even if you have not decided that you need a business, I promise you, everybody has entrepreneurship in them. Everybody has purpose in them. God has called us all to something. So I want to see you connected to that website. And I definitely need you to be here and be a part of Feed the Streets. Do me a favor. Go be loved today. Let someone else experience God's love. And I'll see you back here in the morning. We're going to talk more about what this fast. God has given me some instructions. We're going to kick off this fast. If you want to be a part of this fast and become involved in this. Also, the, the workshop is not just for um, on campus. If you can't be on campus, the workshop is online as well. So you can sign up online and you'll be able to tune in online for the workshop as well for my people that are out of state and even out of the country. I love y'all. Thank you for tuning into our podcast. If you would like more information about LMJ Ministries, log on to LakeishaMJohnson.com today.